episode in Locked On Anaheim Ducks. Well, yesterday wasn't the absolute worst case scenario. We'll talk about all this on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's Thursday. It is the day after the draft lottery. The ping pong balls didn't quite go the Ducks way. Hi, everyone. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for over a decade. A reminder, you can hear this podcast on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, or the new Odyssey app. And don't forget to follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD. Follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. And this show is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. So yesterday, Wednesday, was the NHL's draft lottery. It didn't quite go as planned for Ducks fans. I know Ducks fans were hoping they would get the number one or the number two pick and hoping that certain teams wouldn't move up. Well, only one team moved up. What does that mean? Well, you know what? I don't normally do this right off the bat, but I did do a locker room yesterday with Sarah Avampado from Locked on Kings, Armando from Locked on Panthers, and also Tom, who joined in on that particular time. And yeah, I'm just going to let this clip play as is. Here was what happened yesterday with the top three picks and my immediate reaction to the news of yesterday's draft. How are you feeling, Jason, right now? Um, not feeling too bad, man. I'm not feeling bad. <laughs> the moment oh, I saw man. Anna, the moment I saw before commercial and I saw your locker room, I'm like, wait, let me join. Yeah. So the Ducks are not going to be lower than third. So here's four through ten. New Jersey's four, Columbus five, Detroit six, San Jose seven, LA eight, Vancouver nine, Ottawa ten. The Anaheim Ducks are guaranteed a top three pick in this year's draft. It is not the worst case scenario. I'm really surprised, really surprised about that. But I think I think it's pretty safe bet to say we're third. I don't know. I I don't know. Oh, by the way, uh, some of our feeds might not be at the same time. I don't care. I'm I'm not sad right now. It's not. But. But honestly, Jason, if you get number one, feel free to scream. And oh. if, it comes up, if it comes to mind before yours, uh, I, I I can't blame you. Ooh. That's that's what that's Top what I get three from the table. Top three pick, yes. <laughs> Not sad. Are they going to do the the actual draft now as well, or does that happen later tonight? That's going to happen. No, the actual draft is going to be later because we still have to determine who's going to be. The 28th, 29th, sorry, 29th, 30th. Oh, no, Arizona's out. <laughs> I knew that. Uh, the last four, which are the, the semifinal four. winners and the yeah. final. Yeah, the Stanley uh, Cup winner will automatically get that 31st pick. Yeah. But we got Buffalo, Anaheim, Seattle. Oh, God, if it's Seattle. Hey. Is this yeah. the- <laughs> I'm gonna die if it's Seattle. <laughs> I'll be so pissed. Like, I I know. Listen, like like I Panthers got screwed like screwed in the expansion draft last year, and I and with with Vegas with Vegas, I don't want another Vegas. So <laughs> I'm really, I'm I'm really like, uh, I'm hoping it's not Seattle. 
God, don't let it be Seattle. So I'm going to change the party room to NHL Draft Lottery. Top three party! <laughs> All right, here we go. All right. We'll wait. They're about to do number three right now. Here we uh, go. I'm behind. I won't say anything either way. So top two, Seattle 20.5, Anaheim 23.8, Buffalo 31.6. Here we freaking go. Bob Murray's looking a little bit nervous. And so are all the players behind him. They're at five points. Number three. Number three. Is. Oh. Ah, the Ducks got third. Oh, boy. Oh, it's good. Oh, man. Oh, please. I'll be happy for Joe. Dude, it's like you predicted the future. God, Buffalo's going to ruin. Why are we giving Buffalo another boy to ruin? Buffalo (laughs) is the number one pick? Are you kidding? At least it's not Seattle. Uh, yeah. I would have preferred Seattle over Buffalo. They're just going to, like, ruin somebody. So Seattle has number two. Okay. So, wow. Immediate reaction. Buffalo one, Seattle two, Anaheim three. That's not the worst case scenario. The worst case scenario would have been the number four pick. Whew. Yeah. I'm so glad. I'm so glad it's not Seattle. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I let that clip play as is, and you could tell I wasn't too enthusiastic off the bat. Yes, I was happy that the Ducks were guaranteed a top three pick, but once it was down to Seattle, Buffalo, and Anaheim, there was a part of me that thought, my God, the Ducks are actually going to get the number one pick, or at the least, the number two pick. Yeah, that didn't happen. The Ducks do not win the lottery. The Buffalo Sabres have the number one pick once again. This is their second number one pick in the last four years. I'll talk about that on the second segment. Seattle second. The Seattle Kraken begin their stint in the league with the number two pick on top of the expansion draft. The Anaheim Ducks do not get either of the lottery picks and wind up third, which means they will likely not get either Owen Power nor Matty Beneers. Oh boy, that... That's tough. That is kind of a tough pill to swallow because either one of those two would have definitely helped the Ducks. So later on this month, I'm going to have some prospects people come on and we'll talk about who the Ducks should and possibly will select with that number three pick. It's still a high pick. At least it's not number four. That is the worst case scenario would have been number four. And I'm slightly okay with third pick. I'm, I'm 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 neutral on it. I still don't know how I feel about it, to be honest, because it does have a bad look that only one team moved down, and it happened to be the Anaheim Ducks. Buffalo, they were expected to be number one. Seattle was expected to be number three. Seattle moved up to number two. The Ducks moved down to number three. Every other team stood pat and were exactly in the position they were supposed to be in. It would have been more anticlimactic if it was Buffalo 1, Anaheim 2. That would have been fine. That would have been normal. 
But now knowing that Seattle moved up, uh, it's a slight stabbing to the heart. Just a slight one. Not too much. But I'll talk more about what that means for future drafts with Buffalo being the number one selection. But first, let's talk about rockauto.com, which has all the parts your car will ever need. And if you're like me, you need some parts here and there. And speaking for myself, I did actually go to rockauto.com last week and look up some wiper blades. Because Sarah liked to make fun of this, that my wiper blades were starting to go out. So, eh, fine, whatever. So I went on rockauto.com, and you know what? The prices were way, way lower than the big box stores. I actually did a little bit of comparison, and the wipers that I happened to need were about 60% cheaper than if I had bought it at a big box store. 60%! Can you believe that discount, folks? So if you want to save a lot of money and go with a company that's been family-owned and operated for over two decades, then go to rockauto.com. They have an amazing selection, very reliably low prices, as I can attest to. And honestly, the user interface is so great. Just type in the make and model of your car, and boom, there it is. So once again, that is rockauto.com. And in the How Did You Hear About Us box, tell them that Locked On Ducks sent you. Once again, that's rockauto.com. All the parts your car will ever need. All right, before we go into the second segment, I also want to talk to you guys about Wealthfront.com. And look, investing is complicated. It really is. Now, I'm kind of a stocks guy. I do follow the stock market. But if you're a beginner or a novice or if you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it very easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no stonks, no watching every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences that you control. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets. And you can get your first 5000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. All you need is 500 bucks to get started, grow your wealth the easy way, and let Wealthfront do all the work for you. Once again, to get your first 5000 managed for free for life, go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. Let me spell it out. W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash LockedOnNHL to start growing your savings and get started today, member FDIC. All right, so let's talk about Buffalo for a second. Let's do that. Buffalo won the lottery again. They also won the lottery in 2018. So what exactly does that mean? That means that according to the new rules of the 2022 NHL draft, and from here on out, the Buffalo Sabres cannot win the lottery or at least one of the top lottery picks more than twice in a five-year span. That means if Buffalo winds up in the lottery again Next year, they cannot win the lottery. So if Buffalo winds up with, uh, for example, the second or third worst record, it it won't matter. The tanking won't matter. They're just going to end up not being able to get a lottery pick. So if they were to quote-unquote tank, the worst they could do is, or the best they can do rather, is third. That is the best they can do. They cannot get a number one pick, a number two pick. It'd be number three at best. 
number five at worst if they completely tanked. So Buffalo cannot win the draft lottery next year. They are not the only team. Now Seattle won it, but they're an expansion team. It's the first time out. How about the New York Rangers? Yeah, the New York Rangers. They've won lottery picks um, in 2020 with Alex Lafreniere and also 2019. Remember, they got the number two pick in 2019. So the New York Rangers also cannot win the lottery just in case they do not make the playoffs next year. Ottawa's fine. Believe it or not, Ottawa's fine. Chicago's fine. The New Jersey Devils, they've also got two number one picks in the last four years. So New Jersey also cannot get a lottery pick coming up in next year's NHL draft. And the other team, actually, no, that is it. Those are all the teams. So the New York Rangers, the New Jersey Devils, and the Buffalo Sabres all cannot get a lottery pick for next season. Can you believe that? That's kind of a weird one to think about. So going back to the Ducks, look, I'm going to be really, really honest here. With the news of Bob Murray and Dallas Eakins coming back for one more year, already fans don't have a whole lot of hope for next year. Um, It looks like the free agent market might not be ideal for the Ducks this coming season. And I'm just going to be honest. I wouldn't be surprised if the Ducks do not make the playoffs again next year. And in fact, I wouldn't be surprised if they're in the bottom of the division again next season. Just going to be honest. I mean, yes, they'll have some cap relief. But again, it's a flat cap. They're gaining like 20-something million off the books. But you also have to consider this. Getzloff's going to want to come back. And it might be for the league minimum or the veterans minimum. It's probably not going to be. If I'm going to kind of ballpark it here, if Getzy wants to come back, I could see the Ducks doing a two-by-two deal. For maybe maybe $2 million per season. That wouldn't be the worst-case scenario. And I could see guys coming back. Remember, there are some UFAs on there. They have to get re-signed. Max Comtois has to get re-signed. That's going to be a very important contract. Not dispute, but that's going to be very important over the summer because the Ducks do want those young guys back. And Max Comtois is going to be the most important piece to bring back this coming offseason. Now, he is a restricted free agent, which is, I guess, sort of good news. So is Danton Heinen. He's also an RFA. Are the Ducks going to re-sign Danton Heinen? I'm not so sure if they do. You also have Isaac Lundestrom. He's an RFA. Max Jones. Sam Steele. They're also RFAs. Those four, Comtois, Steele, Jones, Lundestrom, they're on ELCs or entry-level contracts. You also have Alexander Volkov, who is also a restricted free agent. So already there's some names that the Ducks are going to look at. Maybe they'll re-sign them. Maybe they won't. I have a feeling that all of them, or most of them, will be re-signed. And don't forget, Sonny Milano should come back next season. Then you have Hampus Lindholm. He should come back. Hopefully healthy, as far as we are concerned. But then you have to think about re-signings. You know, Lundy, Jones, Steele, Comtois, Volkov. They all should be re-signed. Getzloff might get re-signed. That's not going to leave a whole lot of money. So you have to rely on getting a very good pick with that number three slot. If I'm the Ducks, I don't go for anyone like Luke Hughes. 
the Ducks are going to need someone that can contribute immediately. So there are some names on this list. I know Power and Veneers, they're probably not going to be chosen by the Ducks. And that's a shame because those are the those are the two best players in this year's draft. And the Ducks could use someone like either of them. So I'll definitely do a deep dive later on this month on some of the other possibilities with that number three pick. But just go with someone that can contribute sooner rather than later. That's what I'm hoping the Ducks will do. All right, we're going to head into the second intermission rather quickly and talk about something else that happened yesterday that is almost worst-case scenario. But let's talk about betonline.ag, the one trusted online sportsbook. This is the one place that has you covered and the one place that we trust. That's betonline.ag. They have every sport, including Major League Baseball, the NBA playoffs, and if you're a SoCal fan like I am, you're kind of, I don't know, you're kind of holding your breath a little bit. Both the Clippers and the Lakers are on the brink of being eliminated. If you think they're both going to win game six, maybe go to betonline.ag and bet on the Lakers and the Clippers and hope that they can pull through. So once again, use the promo code Locked On to get a 50% welcome bonus at betonline.ag which is the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network, and please gamble responsibly. Coming up after the second intermission, we're going to talk about a little incident that happened last night, have a little more locker room audio, and we'll get to that on the other side. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez, and we have some breaking news that I was going to wait for. I was legitimately going to wait for this until it came out, and it took 10 hours. In case you guys missed this yesterday, there was a dirty play that happened last night between the Montreal Canadiens and the Winnipeg Jets. I will let the audio speak for itself first. This took place during a locker room that I was with Sarah Avampado and Tom Houghton. We were talking a little bit last night, and just as I was going to wrap up the locker room, as soon as the game ended, this happens. I'm, I'm glad we kept Gibson. I mean, that seemed like a fairly easy choice. To oh, make. wow. Montreal, Evans scored a empty net goal and just got drilled after he scored that. Is there a scrum? That's a, a headshot. That oh. is a dirty hit after a goal. Like, literally, the moment after Evans scored, he got a headshot. There better be in the suspension off that. Wow. That That's a dirty hit. See, I don't like that. I just... I don't know if you're watching this, Sarah, but that that's not right. Yeah, no, I I I sound like I'm a little bit ahead of you guys, and yeah, it just it does not look good. And uh, I can currently read all of the words that Shea Weber is saying, and most yes, of them I are can. Not. <laughs> <laughs> and they're gonna get the stretcher. Yeah. Oh man! Wow, this is going to change the entire perspective of the series. Mm-hmm. You know, even if I hate, like, completely hate a team, I uh, I don't want to see anyone injured like that. That just, that should never happen. It's really sad. 
Corey yeah, Perry. Corey Perry is both <laughs> laughing and pissed off. Oh wow, that is super dirty. Oh, Ooh, they just showed the replay. Wow, I'm about to get it. Yeah, it's got to be at least a two-game suspension. <laughs> oh Should my be. god! Oh man, ah, that's I don't. Well, Jake Jake Allen is coming out to help him out. Yeah, that's got to be. That has to be a concussion, right? Easily, yeah. Oh, just you know, if not like the way his neck bent when he hit the ice, like uh, that's at least whiplash. Mm-hmm. At least. Ah man, see, I don't. Uh. Oh, <laughs> there's going to be payback for this. Oh yeah, that's what should be taken out of the game. Mm-hmm. The consequences for, for these clearly on purpose dirty hits need to be like, they need yeah. to be flogged. Yep. You know, I, you know D-O- I, I, DOPS yeah. needs to get on this. What if what if uh, the consequence for someone doing a dirty hit that gets a player injured? Go back to Tom Wilson if you want. That the player that does the injuring cannot play until the player that they have injured comes back. How about that for for a punishment? I know I've always thought way. that in a way like the injury su- should be taken into account. Look, I'm going to speak my mind here. The suspension came out just 10 minutes ago and it has been reported that Mark Shifley has been suspended only 4 games. That's it. He got suspended for four games for that disgusting hit. It it was terrible. It's a disgusting hit. Not much more I can say about that. Uh, For those of you that did see it, it was leading in with the head. It was absolutely charging. So here's the release. Uh, Winnipeg's Mark Shifley is suspended four games for charging on Montreal Canadiens forward Jake Evans. Look, Jake Evans got hit on the head. On the head. That's what happened. There's no other way around it. Mark Shifley came from 150 feet down the ice and just got him. He just got him right on the head. Full on. Full charge. That should not have occurred. That really should not have occurred. In fact, I'm going to read um, the illegal check to the head. Actually, no. The charging rule says that it has to come from a distance. Which it did. This could have been a lot longer. This probably should have been a lot longer. In fact, I'm just going to come out and say it right now. I don't care what you guys say. I don't, I don't care because I've heard all these comments for a long, long, long time. Nazim Kadri got suspended for eight games. Did what he do was worse. That's debatable. Was it twice as worse? That's also debatable. The fact that Nazim Kadri, Nazim, yeah, Kadri got suspended eight games eight games for that vicious hit and that was a suspendable hit i think i had that one at about five to six games the shifley hit i had longer than five to six games i thought that would be a longer hit look we know what's going on and i'm not going to say it on twitter but i'm going to come out and say it on here because i am pissed i am straight up pissed off It should have been longer than four games. It should have been at least five. At least out for the rest of the series. And the league did not do that. I hope they lose. 
I hope Winnipeg gets swept out of the playoffs now from Montreal. And I hope when they come back on the ice, the moment that Mark Shifley comes out on the ice, I hope Montreal gets their biggest guy out there and just clock him. Could be Corey Perry. Maybe get Corey Perry out there to give him a piece of his mind. Get Shea Weber out there to give him peace of his mind. I know I should not be, you know, lizard brains here, but I'm going to come on and say it. What we want to see is maybe some Colorado versus Detroit late 90s, early 2000s kind of action. That's what I want to see. That's the kind of retribution that I want to see. I know we're going to take this out of the game. We want fighting out of the game. I get it. I completely get it. But in this case, no, get him back for this crap. Get him back. Four games is not enough. This is why there's still these kind of fights in the game. Because Department of Player Safety is not doing their damn job. It is a joke what they're doing. Suspending one guy longer for something that's not as egregiously bad as this. It's really not. And look, I know what it is. I don't want to come out and say the R word here. The dreaded six letter R word. But that's exactly what it is. That's really what it is. There's a reason why Kadri gets suspended more games than the usual offender. And guys like Tom Wilson go off scot-free with a $5,000 fine and that is it. That's really it. Let's call a spade a spade. That's what this really is. That's why certain guys are getting suspended longer. And guys like Mark Shifley. I mean, four games is not terrible. I mean, it's better than having a $5,000. Can you imagine if Mark Shifley got a $5,000 fine for pretty much destroying a guy and taking Jake Evans out on a stretcher on his birthday? On his birthday, no less. That is shameful. That is wrong. Four games. Not enough. Not enough. Can't believe it. Locked on Habs. Scott, Laura, I hope you're listening to this. If you are, you probably don't feel as much rage as I do. I probably feel more rage for you guys. I'm going to I'm gonna be the rage. Like the emotions in the brain on the Pixar film Inside Out. You have your sadness range. You have your happy rate. Like your happy emotion, your sad emotion, whatever. Let me be that rage emotion. I will be that for you guys. You don't have to be as loud as I am. But this, this was not freaking enough. Four games. Seems like a joke. It really does. All right, I'm done. I'm done with the podcast today. I'll come back tomorrow, maybe. Talk more about this. Talk about picks. I'm still pissed. All right, that's that's what it is. All right, you can hear this podcast. Maybe hear me go more unhinged. Uh, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, the new Odyssey app, which is A-U-D-A-C-Y. Uh, If you want to leave me an email, if you have thoughts about this, or if you want to leave angry emails, that's fine too, whatever. You could email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. Also, follow me on Twitter. I'm at StimpyJD on Twitter. I'm at at LO underscore Ducks. Also on Twitter, that's the Ducks Twitter. StimpyJD, that's my Twitter. But yeah, I'm I'm pissed. I I, I can't go on anymore today. So just going to end it here. Thank you all for listening so much. I greatly appreciate it. Subscribe if you haven't already. Uh, Please like, comment, all that fun stuff. Thank you for listening along. For Locked on Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a good rest of the day. Please continue to be safe out there. Uh, Be kind to one another. 
and I say this repeating once again, please, please be kind to one another and ducks fly together.